As followers of Christ, we are faced with new norms and societal changes that may differ from our worldview. We see fads continue to shape not only our culture, but our beliefs as well. Are we following the trends of life, or are we seeking after the deeper truths which God places before us? We'll discuss these questions and more in Trend or Truth. Hello and uh, welcome to the Amp Station Trend or Truth podcast. It's a beautiful Sunday evening and uh, I've got some really great guests with us um, and we're going to talk about how to avoid Christian burnout. So kind of excited about this and uh, to start off I'll just introduce going around the table here sitting right next to me is my awesome wife who kind of got thrown into this last minute uh, but I'm super excited to have her. You know she always has some great things to say. Kimberly Lasornio. Hello. Then, right across from her, a brand new guest. We're super excited about this, and she's the one that actually brought up the topic for us. So it is uh, one of our favorites here, Morgan McSpadden. Hey, hey. Um, and then, of course, uh, our faithful, our uh, uh, our commander, the guy that makes it all happen, uh, Mason Phillips. Hey. Mason, are you excited? Because uh, next week you're, you're on your own. <laughs> you're doing it start to finish, the boss. The uh, leader, are you, are you fired up about that? I'll be ready, yeah. <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> I, I knew that, I knew that. So uh, we're going to talk today about uh, avoiding Christian burnout, and kind of what brought this up was Morgan and I were uh, just in here visiting like we always do, and, and we're talking about um, prominent Christians that have denounced their faith, and um, uh, so let's just kind of talk about some of the people that, that, have, that have done this. So like... One of the people that um, really kind of got me thinking about this was he's a former pastor and author of the book, I Kiss Dating Goodbye. His name's Josh Harris. And last year he um, he basically came out to the world that he just wasn't feeling like a Christian anymore and that he really didn't have the faith um, right. to believe in it anymore. And so um, there have been many over the last several years that have also sort of came to that same conclusion. Um, some people like um, John Steingard, the lead singer of the band Hawk Nelson. Right. I, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, and he just came out recently back in May of um, 2020 this year. And then um, if anybody listened to music in the um, sort of early 2010 area, right. um, there's lead singer of the band um, Gunger, Michael Gunger. He also um, has sort of said he's more of an atheist or an agnostic than wow. he would be a Christian nowadays. So Right, right. So uh, one of the things I wanted to kind of talk about is um, you guys have all lived this life longer than I have. You know, I'm, I'm in five years and uh, I'm excited still. I'm fired up. and, and But I wanted to see if, if any of you guys have ever kind of had a feeling of burning out or kind of, um, you know, like it's getting to be too much. What about you, Mason? Do you have anything that you recall in that, that aspect? I think I really got it when I started stepping more into leadership roles because at a point, because I was doing it during college too. So some of it could be, I was feeling overworked and maybe I was putting too much responsibility on my shoulders and I wasn't wasn't really being open with everybody saying I need a little bit of a break (laughs) here and there. But uh, I think that can really attribute to some people's burnout when they feel like they just have so much weight on their shoulders that they have to uh, just impress everybody around them that they're really working more for other people and then sometimes they feel like they have to really work to represent God in a really big way and uh, thinking that they have to do more than what he has asked of them. And I think sometimes it's just that pressure that can lead to that burnout. Right. What about you, Kimberly? You ever been there? 
Well, I mean, I want to make the difference clear between, you know, denouncing your faith and being burned out to me are like two different things. Um, Yeah, I've been burned out. I've never wanted to denounce my faith. But, you know, towards the end of um, the semester each year, I'm getting pretty worn out and looking forward to, you know, the break uh, that we get for the summer or Christmas. But other than that, I mean, I wouldn't say, you know, my burnout's ever been significant. Right, right. What about you, Morgan? Have you ever had any uh, any any time where you've just kind of felt like it's just a little bit too much or something like that? Again, kind of like Kimberly said, not yeah. denouncing anything, but just kind of getting frustrated. And I think there have definitely been times when I felt like I was getting burnt out um, doing work for the kingdom or um, being a part of leadership, kind of like Mason was saying, is when you get that extra level of responsibility and um, – accountability and just everything is sort of up to level it can it can be a lot and you can um, get to the point where you lose sight of what you were working toward and sort of look more at yourself instead of look at what you're actually supposed to be working for which is God and the kingdom right that's really good that's really good so um what are some things that you guys think kind of can cause burnout you kind of touched on a little bit maybe piling on a little bit and i and i i know whenever i speak in here one of the things i talk about is uh is you know sometimes we can be doing things and and because it has god's name on it we think that it's we have to be doing it mm-hmm. and it's not always the case because it can be because it can be too much you know um and pastor dave has a great saying that uh he, he talks about how satan will inundate you with christian things with with gospel things uh, so that you'll get overwhelmed and you know and give up at, at sometimes. So, what are some other things that uh, you think can uh, cause burnout? I mean, just to be really transparent, I think one of the things that can cause burnout is sometimes you'll get frustrated with people. Yeah, I know what you mean. Go ahead with that. Well, I mean, you're you're trying to lead them to Christ and help them live, you know, the life that God wants them to live and. And either their resistance or their attitude um, will cause frustration. And yeah. if you get several people like that at one time, it's hard to balance that and keep the right attitude yourself. And sometimes you're like, maybe this is, you know, I'm in over my head and this is too much. It kind of drags you down. Yeah, that's really good. What about you guys? You got anything else that you can come up with that maybe, I mean, not just in your life, but you've seen other people and maybe it causes burnout? I think an easy thing for that to be would be a, uh sometimes you feel like you're not hearing God's voice and then that can eventually lead to just discouragement and then right. coming to a place of unbelief and really just giving up on the faith because you think that God's not present. And that that's a, a dangerous place to be because there's times when I've gotten close to a point like that, but I've always been brought back. Right. But there are times when I have questioned, God, are you really there? Yeah. And that's am I just good. speaking into like nothing? Yeah. What about you, Morgan? I think there are also times when there gets to be a point where if you've ever heard the saying, like, there's too many bosses but not enough workers, Yeah. Um, everybody wants to help, but then when it comes to the actual helping, right. then they sort of back off and they don't actually want to put forth the effort um, that it takes to accomplish that task. And so then if you're a person like I am, you try and pick up the slack well then all the picking up the slack right. essentially is pulling you down and weighing you down because you're like well we have to get this accomplished but there's not enough workers for this for yeah. this harvest that's at hand so i think uh 
that's a really good point because you know that there's a, another saying that says you know twenty uh, percent of the people do eighty percent of the work or whatever, mm-hmm. and that that's really prevalent in a, in a church setting in a in a ministry setting, um, and I think that goes to Kimberly too. Uh, Kimberly's point about frustration. Well, when you expect people to serve the way you serve, you can get frustrated when they don't. And everyone has to serve uh, their own way. And if they don't, then that is one of the times that I think, you know, can lead to a burnout situation when you're not doing what your heart is really about. You're just trying to do it out of obedience, which isn't always a bad thing because sometimes the obedience changes your heart. But I do think that it can lead to a a burnout situation. Also, I think sometimes... um, when things don't happen in the timing that you want them to happen, you're you're leading that person to Christ, and they, they're not converting as quickly as you want, or uh, you know you're not seeing the growth in your own life and the results as fast as you would like to see them. Um, I get to talk with kids a lot. I need to stop calling them kids and just get get on that young adults. But I talk to young adults a lot about that situation where they're not feeling growth. They're not feeling the things that are happening, you know, quick enough. And I'm like, Hey, this is a, this isn't a marathon. This is a sprint. This, or this is in a sprint. It's a marathon. So we got to be patient we got to be methodical and we got to try to take the steps and trust that Lord, that the Lord is leading those steps and stay uh, persistent with that for the long term. you know? So let's go on to the next deal. Um, what, what do you think are some things that maybe have helped you avoid burnout and maybe could help others as well? I know for me, it's really just being in this place for small group, just being in community. You know, other people lift you it's up. A great and, answer. You know, we I love lift that. up other people. So it's we're yeah. not, it, God tells us, you know, we're not an island. We're not supposed to do this alone. We're supposed to be with the body of Christ. Right. And I think that can especially keep you in it. So would you, you call that just fellowship? Just yeah, being, fellowship. Just being uh, with Christ-like bond with other people. people. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. What about you guys? I mean, I would agree with with Mason on that. I mean, I think if you have a strong circle of friends that you can depend on um, that can kind of help you, um, you know, not get burnout because you have someone to talk to and try to lean on when you're, you know, feeling a little burnout, but also think balance, you know, just trying to balance everything. And if you balance it appropriately, that helps you avoid burnout. Yeah, that's really good. What about you, Morgan? You got anything for, for the people out there? Well, I think that burnout can be emotional, mental, physical. Right. And so you also need to really try and take care of yourself, whether that means you have to say no to some things. Um, that means, you know, I've got to take a week for myself because, you know, I'm going to bite someone's head off if I don't. Um, so I think there needs to be that. And I also think that with fellowship and community, there comes accountability. And I think that's a really important thing that we need to um, really strive for in our relationships is accountability, whether that's, you know, with our friendships or with, um, you know, whatever relationship that you may be entering into, accountability is really important. Yeah, I really like that. Um, I just know uh, one of the things for me uh, is proper rest. I mean, I mean, and it goes beyond health like you're talking about i was with a really close friend of mine who has a really uh bad toothache and um i did something that i normally do and got snapped at for it you know and and, but it was one of those deals where i kind of knew it was because of the toothache i knew it wasn't really what i was doing or what i was listening to but you know it's not one of those deals but 
health though changes your mindset. I mean, when you don't feel well, when things aren't, aren't and that's my point to it is when you don't feel well, you react differently. And, and sometimes I think you could, uh, blame it on the, the situation that you're in if you're working a lot, especially, uh, in a ministry or in the amp station, you know, I've, well, I've had to take the trash out three times in a row and no one else has done it, you know? And so health can make a big deal. But one of the things that I, I really, um, uh, tried my best to do is to make sure that I get rest like Sabbath rest, like, and, and we're commanded to do that. And I think a lot of people miss out on that. I think people get hung up on, I've got to do the Lord's work. I've got to do the Lord's work. And, and any, any commands us to take proper rest. And, um, does anyone know what, where that scripture might be found, where it talks about rest? Uh, maybe we could look it up and, and add it here in a little while. But, um, you know, I find that to be really, uh, a great thing. What is this? Let's see. Is it Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30? Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. And I take that, I really try to take that to heart. Um, I know whenever I'm getting frustrated or I'm just getting, you know, tense I can just take a day and I don't ignore God. I don't, you know, I don't do things that I'm not at peace in my heart with, you know, I'm not watching movies that I, I, I wouldn't normally, you know, I'm just, I'm still trying to be Christ-like in everything that I do. I'm just not doing work. I'm not cleaning the amp station. I'm not, you know, building something for the amp station or, or whatever, uh, I'm trying to take a, a day where I just truly let my body rest, let my mind rest, you know, maybe just watch something that's mind numbing, not too, doesn't take too much intelligence or anything to get into. And I, and I find that that really does, uh, rejuvenate me and get me energized and, and excited for the week. So anybody got anything else on there that might help someone avoid, avoid burnout? Um, so I watched a sermon today by Pastor Rick Warren, who is out of um, a church in California. Yeah, Saddleback. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, he's awesome. Um, he's one of my favorite pastors to, to listen to and yeah. give sermons. and That's one of Kimberly's and, favorites, too. And commentaries and different things like that. And so um, he had three ways to um, like refill, refill your emotional um, tank, so that ways that God can um, help you to... Um, basically avoid that burnout situation and um rest was one of them right and then he also said to um like release your frustrations and um in that was like you know talk about the things that you're frustrated with um to god and and talk about it with others don't just try and bottle everything up because you're going to end up um i mean that's not going to be good for you in any way um so just try to release that and then his last point was, um, tell God, um, you know, who he is and try to like refocus your attentions back on him. So, so really try to meditate on that, who God is for you and who the word says that he is and he's supposed to be for you. Yeah, that's really good. I love that. Um, again, uh, you know, when you say talk to God, I, I, I just hear prayer, you know, and, and so many times we try to make it this super uh, verbose, big worded, um, you know, reverent speech. And it's not. It's just a conversation with him. And uh, but I do love that you added again, we go back to fellowship. 
uh, talking with other Christ-like people, other Christ-minded people, and sharing what your frustration is. And uh, usually in that you find there's people that are going through some of the same stuff uh, or they've been through it and know how to help you deal with it. And that's huge whenever you start sharing those things. And sometimes you guys know because you're in the amp station with us all the time, you guys know how I feel it's very important to say something out loud, uh, not just the prayer and the conversation that you have with God, but I think whenever we say something out loud, admit it to our friends, admit it to ourselves, that that really enables God to get to work in our life too. That's not a biblical stance. That's a Zornio stance, but I've seen fruit from that kind of attitude where, hey, I need to say this so that um, it can be heard, and, and now I've admitted it, and... I'm ready for God to get to work in that area. So really good. Anything else? You got something? You're looking at me like you got something really great to say. Nope. Nope. All right. Well, I think when you were talking about how we need to say things out loud, it gets to that verse where it talks about bearing each other's burdens. And we can't bear each other's burdens if we don't know what your burdens are. And so um, that makes it really important to, you know, confess our sins to not only God, but to one another. Yeah, I like that. So one of the things that I think is very important is, and I, I, I've struggled with this in the past, and I've, I I'm, think I'm getting better at it, and I'm trying to, uh, I really am trying to get better at it, is recognizing when our brothers or sisters in Christ are starting to struggle with burnout. What, uh, what are some of the signs to, to you guys? You know, What are some visible signs that are out there to show that maybe someone's starting to get uh, overwhelmed or, or frustrated or the things that we've talked about here and maybe getting close to a burnout situation. I think one of them is really uh, when they just kind of stop showing up. Yeah. If we are like, if we have like uh, some kind of meeting that a bunch of us are supposed to be at and there's only uh, maybe a handful when a bunch of them promised they would be there, but didn't end up showing up. That's another one that uh, I've seen happen from time to time. And, uh, I think just the absence of somebody being there when they said they would. I mean, that's one one easy way to see see where somebody get burned out on. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What else is there? I mean, you know, a lot of times, and we've seen this is you know they'll back out of the relationship they have with someone that might be someone they come to amp with. You know, they start avoiding them, avoiding yeah. me and you. You know, if they make a bad yeah. decision in their life, <laughs> yeah. we've had people avoid us, and you know, we're not going to judge them. We love them, but you know. That's that's been one of the obvious things that I've seen. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think they turn um, sometimes from a God-centered lifestyle to where I'm sold out. I'm on fire. You know, I'm. I would go to the amp station if they offered services every single day of the week because that's where I'm going to get fueled up for God. And um, so they turn from that to more of like a self-centered um, way of thinking of woe is me. You know. Yeah. All these, all these inward things of analyzing themselves. Whereas God says, if you look to me, then you know all these things will be put aside. And so I think that when you really see that true change in someone, it's like, hey, you need to not confront them in a in an uncompassionate way, but just like see where they're going. What's going on? Yeah. Like just talk about it in a um, in a loving and sort of non judgmental way. Yeah, that's, that's a good point, and that was going to be my next question was, um, you know, what can we do once we do recognize and 
Um, you know, I've, I've seen some, some of our young adults before, and it is. They start to distance themselves. They start to uh, not quite, quite be as um, involved. And, and I don't mean that. Like, they might still show up, but they're not participating. They're not, they're not uh, as fired up. I mean, you can see it. I mean, it's, sometimes it's pretty obvious when they're not, they're not just into it like they were before. And uh, so that was going to be my next question. And you touched on it a little bit is, uh, you know, just kind of asking the question, uh, what's going on in your life? Is it, And I think that's it. I think to not sound judgmental, to say, hey, you're not doing what you're supposed to or or you're not serving the way that you used to serve is more of a, a slap or a knock, you know, you know, just a, a doesn't sound as well is, hey, is there something going on that, that I can help you with? Is there something going on that, uh, you know, maybe I could help pray you through is there something you need prayer about? You know, what are what other things can we do when we do see a Christian brother or sister uh, struggling a little bit and maybe feeling a little overwhelmed? I don't necessarily think you even need to ask them. I mean, if you just reach out to them and kind of keep the dialogue going, the conversation going, I mean, nine times out of ten, you know, they'll end up saying, you know, I've made some bad decisions, I'm embarrassed, I backed off, and I didn't know how to reengage. You know, they right. open up to you. You don't have to get into specifics right and then let's say that's the case what do we do to uh get them back engaged i mean i i try to just maintain the relationship and encourage them you know to re-engage you know no one's judging them no one's you know no half the time we don't even know what they've done anyway you know so i mean it's it's definitely between them and god and they need to you know just start praying and try to work that out I don't know if it's an advantage or a disadvantage, but a lot of times I do know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And so it, sometimes it makes it tougher to reach out because I feel invasive, you know, you know, but I'm, I'm at either an advantage or a disadvantage. I don't really know because I, I am so close. Uh, and I, it's not like I'm doing a better job of, of shepherding or pastoring a flock. It's just because, I get to be in you guys' lives, you know, and uh, so sometimes it's it's kind of tough for me to be like, okay, is this something that I should address? And luckily I've got Kimberly because I go and bounce it off her first and and she kind of reins me in a little bit or says, no, I think this is one that you definitely need to at least talk about. And then it's about praying up, I think, and once you pray up, you let the Holy Spirit start to get involved and kind of, like Kimberly said, sometimes it's just a matter of, everything okay and then they just they they blurt it all out and you're like oh my gosh you know (laughs) i wasn't expecting this but that's a good thing because what is god about he's he's about Mm -hmm. mercy he's about love he's about hey i mean in the deal is is all you gotta do is turn right back around and he's he's there he never has left your side you just turned your face and gone Mm -hmm. a different direction and it's about just turning back and 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 saying i'm i'm back with you and this is what i want Mm -hmm. But again, we're talking about burnout, and I think the biggest thing is, and I was talking about this earlier, was that I think we just feel that there's so much pressure of performance for God that it's, and we forget that it's all about relationship. It's all about just maintaining that relationship. And I mean, where does that pressure come from? Is that a, is that something we place on ourselves? Something we place on ourselves. Something that, depending on what church you go to, maybe the society of that specific church is what placed it on you. I mean, it just it really depends on what your environment teaches about how God is and what His character is like. Right. Right, because I know we're big here on servant leadership. I mean, that's our thing mm-hmm. is, is if you're going to be in here, we want you to be doing something. But it's really so that 
you'll feel ownership. It's really so that you will, it, you know, I believe that's, that's the way how Kimberly and I grew the fastest in a church was by being involved and being a part of it and trying to participate. Yeah. And I think it's so you can also show what that relationship looks like to other people. Yeah, that's, that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, I think in here we get a lot of young adults that are trying to find their own faith. Right. So, you know, a lot of times their parents might have put that pressure on them. And so they kind of, um, you know, burn out, turn their back, you know, take a break, whatever you want to call it. And then as they get involved again through, you know, the amp station uh, ministry, I mean, they, they kind of find their own faith and their own passion. And it seems to relieve some of that pressure. Right. Yeah, I know uh, one of the things that, that I try to do, you and I just had this conversation uh, a week or so ago because mm-hmm. you started a new job. I'm talking to Mason, but he started a new job, uh, and he's been up here working a ton. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's about it's about communication. And I think as leaders for Kimberly and I, we have to, we have to be approachable, which hopefully that's one thing that we are. If nothing else, we need to be approachable. And you guys, though, have to have the courage to come to us and say, hey, I need help, or, or this is too much, or, you know, Morgan, I've just been piling and piling and piling on you. You just keep taking it. Um, and I, I love that about your heart, but I also, you've got to know that there's a point where you can go, Zorn, okay, I've got enough. You know, I, I've got mm-hmm. enough going. Uh, and, you know, your life's going to get more different or more difficult, too, as you, as you get into a, a career and things like that. And we've got to be able to have a, a real open communication so that we know that we're not burying you in something and being part of the problem, we want to be part of the 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 answer, you know, and and be able to pray and walk you through those things. Uh, I know, um, I know. One of the things that uh, we talked about earlier was frustration, and uh, what? How do we direct frustration? What 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 would you if someone come to you and said, "Man, I'm just frustrated. I'm overwhelmed, and I'm to the burnout point." What would you tell them about that frustration? Is there something specific you could do or say? I think for me personally, um, I am not the most faithful prayer person. Um, really? Really. That shocks me. Um, I As devoted as you are, I, I would think that would be one of the things that you feel confident in. and, and I you, pray, but yeah. I wouldn't say it's like my best spiritual gift right. or it's like up there in the top three. Um, it's definitely an important part of my spiritual life and, and of my walk, and I participate in it, but it's probably not the thing that I'm, you know, utilize the most. And so for me, what I have to constantly tell myself is when I'm frustrated, am I praying about it? Am I yeah. am I really doing what God has instructed me to do um, to That's deal with so this awesome. situation? Because... Um, I think it was in last week's podcast, you all talked about how it's okay to yell at God, like when you're frustrated. Yeah. Like if that's, it keeps the door open and it keeps you in conversation right. with God. So, I mean, even if you're frustrated, like you all said last week, talk to God in any way possible because um, it it's a good way to, to stay connected. And if you're frustrated and yelling at God is... Um, what's necessary. I think that's one way of letting out that frustration and it helps you. So, which kind of is what Rick Warren talked about earlier. You'd said, you yeah. know, you got to let him know. And because it, I mean, whatever kind of conversation that you have 
with God is is something that he wants. I mean, if God is like a parent, um, which I, in my opinion he is, I mean, he yeah. wants the best for you. And so if he really wants the best for you, there have been conversations with my parents, and I love my parents, and we've yelled at each other. <laughs> right. But sometimes after that, it's like been the best conversation, and we've really yeah. come to an, a realization and an understanding between each other. So Yeah, that's really good. What do you, what do you think, Kimberly? I mean, I agree with, with what Morgan said. I'm, I, I think heading it off would be like I know by the you're asking like if they came to you and they already had the frustration but I think trying to identify the burnout before the burnout actually happens and trying to take action to resolve it Mm -hmm. would be um one of the things that I would advise someone if they came to me um you know next time you know start watching for warning signs and take care of yourself like Morgan was saying you know do the things that you need to do so that you don't get burnout Balance your workload, you know, whatever it takes. Yeah, that's really good. So as we grow in Christ uh, and we grow in a ministry, we start taking on more and more responsibility. So how do we know when enough is enough and verbalize that or or take the measures that that are necessary so that we don't get too far or too uh, overly involved to where we can't really handle the responsibility? I think when you start to lose passion um, for the project or for um, whatever you may be putting your effort into, um, when you start losing that passion, um, because it really, it makes a difference if the person who's, you know, in charge of whatever it is, is passionate about something because, I mean, when I first started coming here, that was evident. You all were passionate um, they're about reaching out to people about the ministry, about everything, um, that you were involved in. And so, um, it really makes a difference in your followers, um, in the Christ followers that are kind of come to you and look to you for advice. Um, and then, but I mean, when you get more responsibility and you get to that point, um, there's a verse in Luke where it says, um, it's actually Luke 12, verses 47 and 48. This is the New Living Translation. And it says, A servant who knows what the master wants but isn't prepared and doesn't carry out those instructions will be severely punished. But someone who n- does not know and then does something wrong will be only punished lightly. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. So if you're not feeling that enthusiasm anymore um, for whatever it is, um, maybe take a step back and look at, is my walk where it needs to be? Do I need poured into, does my life need to be poured in um, spiritually by, you know, someone else? Um, Do I just need, you know, what do I need to give to God and what do do I need to get from God to help me get to where... um, I'm, I'm back at that point of in being enthusiastic and, and passionate about what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, and also we don't want to kind of, we don't want to forget the fact that where we're placed and what we've been blessed with came from God in the first place. Cause I think that's a lot of a big reason why a lot of these people end up denouncing their faith and why we could come close to it too, is cause we might forget that God was involved the whole time. Yeah. And we start taking responsibility for what's happened in our lives completely upon ourselves 
and we start leaving him out of the equation. And I think that can be a very dangerous slope yeah. to eventually cutting him off of the relationship completely. And that's one of the things, uh, you know, Morgan again and I were talking this week, and one of the things that I've been just struggling with is so many people come in here and they pray for whatever it is, uh, and they get that thing or job or boyfriend, I don't know, whatever it is, they get it, and then it's like they almost immediately turn their back on the giver, you know, and mm-hmm. they, they've asked for it, they've prayed for it, they've had other people asking and praying for those things for them, and then they receive it, and, and then, of course, that's where a frustration can come in, you know, and and if you don't have that passion, if you don't have that drive, that'll eat away at you until it eventually becomes a problem. Um, and that's my biggest thing, I think, is uh, making sure that you're in it with your whole heart and it's not something that you're doing to try to be scoring points with God or Mm -hmm. to try to, you know, well, he said I had to do it. So I have to do it. You still have to do it with a loving kind heart with your heart has to be in it. You know, Kimberly, uh, because of how self-centered I was before will ask me to do something and, and I'll say yes. And it'll be something that I didn't normally want to do back in the day. And, uh, and she'll be like, you really don't have to, if you don't want to. And I'm like, no, I, I, w- I really don't want to go shopping because I don't like to go shopping, especially if I don't have money to go shopping. But what I'm getting is to be with her, you, you know, and that's where my heart is that, mm-hmm. that, and that, so that going and walking around, that doesn't bother me if I get to be with her. Right. And I think it's, it's still new to them sometimes because it's a different response than it's ever been before. But I will. I won't go if my heart's not going to be in it because we're going to both be miserable in the end. Because I'm not going to be kind like I want to be, and and she's then going to be like, man, I could have done this a lot better without him. And <laughs> and so your heart being in the right shape is is really a big deal. Yeah. I I think you can keep your heart in the right deal too by making sure that you get that rest, making sure that you aren't you know, overwhelming yourself. Were you going to, did you have something you wanted to add? Well, I was just going to say like going into like time of prayer, time of like reading your Bible. It's yeah. like, it's, it's not like, don't look at it as like, Oh, I have to read so much or I have to put in so much time with God. Well, I get to spend time with God. Yeah. I get to build upon this relationship and hopefully make it stronger. And it's really just about changing your perspective so that you can see what it's really supposed to look like. That's good. It's really good. I'd like to add something to, you know, as we're trying to be supportive of people that may be facing burnout is, you know, don't don't make it reflective of their self-worth or, you know, their faith or criticize them. You know, well, if you were faithful enough, then you wouldn't right. get mm-hmm. burnout or, you know, you, you don't want to do that because, I mean, they are humans. They are going to get burnout and you want to just continue to support them and try to encourage the growth. Yeah, and we all hit burnout at some point and nobody's not going to experience that. It's a big deal to me because, you know, I've told Addie and I've told a Christian that's going to start leading worship for us. You know, I've told him, I, I want you to be rotating people in and out because I don't care what they say, how much they think they love the Lord. That's not what it's about. It's not about how much you love the Lord. Kind of like Kimberly was saying, it's about when it starts to feel like a job rather mm-hmm. than something that you want to do. And like worship, especially your heart needs to be in that. Yeah. I don't care how great of a singer you are if you'll get up there and worship. Right. Because the crowd will feed off of that worship. Not They're not feeding off of your voice, you know. And uh, same thing if, uh, you know, if someone's going to speak. I mean, they they don't need to speak so much that they feel like it's a burden. Uh, that that would be impossible to come up with a message if you, uh, you know, because now you're, you're probably not 
receptive to the Holy Spirit. You're not receptive to to God speaking to you. You're not receptive to the things that you need so that the Holy Spirit and God can speak through you to deliver a message mm-hmm. uh, to the people that you want to want to deliver that message to. Uh, does anybody else have anything else they'd like to add? A scripture or anything like this? Otherwise, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. But if you got something else you'd like to add, real quick, then then go for it. Nobody. Yeah. All right. Well, then I'm gonna wrap this up and just tell you guys we really appreciate you guys listening. Um, again, I'm just absolutely shocked and amazed that we got 55, 60 people listening to these things, uh, and some of them have gotten up to 90, 100 listeners over uh, some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like it's maybe just trickling up a little bit. There's, I think so. Uh, I know Murph was telling me he's got a buddy that's listened to some, and it's actually starting to interest him uh, what we're doing, what, what, not us specifically, but, I mean, it's starting to draw him close to God possibly, and mm-hmm. that's a cool thing. I mean, that'd be, uh, you know, 14 podcasts, and if 14 podcasts, he's listened to a couple of them, they've brought him closer to God, that'd be, that'd be worth it. Yeah, you know? I think we're, it's just because we have this conversation style, and we're not like – saying like what you're doing is right or wrong or what yeah. we're doing is right or wrong. We're just having an open conversation. Yeah. And like Kimberly said, and this really, I think is, is exemplified in, in the amp station. We don't, we don't talk to anyone about their sin mm-hmm. um, to make them feel bad about their sin. It's, it's more about, Hey, you know, you can get forgiveness right. like that. Right. It, especially if you're willing to turn from it. We do talk about that. We talk about the reality of you yeah. can't live in it right. and expect to uh, be asking God for all this favor. And, and not that he delivers favor as soon as you jump out of sin, but he does make you more able to live with what you're going mm-hmm. through and, and the struggle, and you still seem to find joy in it. And I think that's the, yep. the most amazing thing. I don't know if people would call me a prosperity gospel uh, guy or whatever. I do know that God has delivered in my life in major ways and most of it isn't financial. Most of it has been just a joy in a situation that I wouldn't otherwise have joy in and a joy that my whole life I've never felt. And all of a sudden I feel it almost every day that I wake up and I thank him for that. And if that's prosperity gospel, then that's what I'm going to teach. And that's what I am. So get ready for it. So rest, prayer, uh, maybe recognizing early, you know, to so that we can have a conversation and, and the conversation. I'm actually talking with someone and just saying, "Hey, you know, I just feel like you're 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 off a little bit. What's going on? Is there something I can help you with? Pray with you about or whatever." So, uh, I love it. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for being on the show, and we thank you guys out there that are listening and just really appreciate you. And uh, uh, we love you, and would love to see you or hear from you. Thank you for listening to the Trend or Truth podcast. This podcast is recorded out of the Amp Station in Claremore, Oklahoma. AMP is a Christian ministry geared towards college students and young adults with an emphasis on loving God, loving people, and making disciples. If you like what you heard, consider becoming a subscriber so you don't miss out on a single episode. We release new entries every Monday. Also, rate and review this podcast on iTunes and share it on social media. Once again, thank you for joining us today, and we'll talk to you next time.